0: Hey guys, this is Bruce, and welcome to Convo Courses Podcast. And today I want to talk about one thing in particular, and that is the CIS and how it maps to the ISO 27001. If you didn't know, both of these are security compliance frameworks that are used in the public sector and private sector, as well as international organizations. So, pretty much a little slice of everybody uses one or the two of these. Particular security framework, CIS is typically used for the private sector. That means like retail stores or banking or community centers or those kind of organizations that are privately owned organizations and sometimes nonprofits. I'll also say that in having worked in the public sector from time to time, we'll actually use CIS controls as well. It just depends on what kind of what we're doing like we use the cis benchmarks i've seen those used within the government within like department of defense because it's just a great tool to use and if you're interested in finding this just go to google or bing or yahoo or your favorite search engine and just type in cis controls and uh, right now you have a mapping from the cis controls version 7.1 to iso 27001 now right now cis controls are on version 8 i'm not i don't think that one's out yet but uh, right now we're focusing on version 7.1 but we will revisit this once we get version 8. okay so that being said iso 27001 is an international standard for information security management. And they both do the same thing. It's for an organization to have a guidance on how to actually proceed as far as securing their entire network, not even just the software and hardware devices that are connected to the network, but also things like physical security, maintenance, all aspects of protecting the actual security of the system, whether it's outside of the system, whether who's touching the system, who has access to the system, all those things. Let's start from the top. So what we're going to do is just focus on the main security controls, like CIS Control 1. That is Inventory and Control of Hardware Assets. And you'll see that the ISO 27001 has something similar, in, and it's called a.8.1.1. 1. 1. So inventory of assets, right? They kind of group them all together. They don't break them apart in individual things for ISO 27001, whereas CIS controls, they break it up into two different things. CIS control one is hardware, whereas CIS two is inventory of security controls, inventory of security sorry inventory and control of software assets so that is not broken apart by iso 27001 they keep those together as a.8.1.1 let's keep going here we're going to go to the next control which is a cis control three which is vulnerability management Continuous vulnerability management. Every single security compliance framework does have some sort of vulnerability management. Our continuous monitoring and vulnerability management. They're hand in hand. and This one is no different. So ISO 27001, let me see. Let's see if they have it here. They have more of a risk rating response. That's continuously done. Management of technical vulnerabilities. Yeah. So they have A.12.6.1 that matches to CIS control 3, 3. 3.7 to be precise. Let's go on, keep moving here to CIS control 4. And that covers controlled use of administrative privileges and that's really important because you don't want to give your admin accounts to everyone. That's one of the one of the things that some organizations do is they'll just give admin rights to everyone, anyone who needs it. They'll just put it on individual laptops and think it's okay, and it's really not okay because if you have an administrative privilege on that system, you can pretty much do what you want with that particular system. And uh, it might even allow you to escalate privileges on other systems so you got to be really careful with that so that's why you have cis control for controlled use of admin privileges and let's see what iso 27001 has so iso 27001 does have this and they've broken it into parts and they have it as password management systems as a.9.4.3 they also have Managed privilege Access Rights. There you go right there. So that matches directly to CIS four controlled use of admin privileges. Let's keep it high. So far, I've gone through probably about 50 different controls. If you break into the sub controls, it's probably 50 we just hit. But we'll just keep it high level and just focus on the main security controls. Now let's move on to CIS 5. And this one deals with secure, secure configuration and hardware software. This means like whenever you have a, a laptop, a, hard, uh, a laptop, a workstation, a server, there's a hardening process. Meaning we're gonna take this system and we're gonna make sure it doesn't have default passwords. Make sure it has. It's locked down. The Wi-Fi is not just open and and attaching to anything. Maybe the Wi-Fi is off. We have some sort of secure configuration that we put on all hardware and software for mobile devices, laptops, workstations, and servers. This is a common, this is a a best practice that's used in most security frameworks. So the ISO 27001 does have this and they have it broken into two parts. Acceptable use of an asset where you would actually secure that system and then also secure system engineering principles. Let's keep going to maintenance, monitoring, and analysis of audit logs. So the reason why audit logs in CIS Control 6 is merged with maintenance because audit logs are used not only for making sure that the incidents if you find any incidents you can find them through the audit logs but also maintenance because every now and then a system goes down and you can put that in the log so it goes directly to a server so you can your maintenance people can go in and say okay let's look at the logs and see where this thing crashed so cis6 actually covers this and it maps directly to two different security controls in ISO 27001, mainly event logging and clock synchronization. The reason why clock synchronization is important is because you need a timestamp for all logs. Otherwise, if you see that the system went down, you need to know what time it went down. So the actual clock synchronization is super important to event logs. And if the time is off, you don't know when An incident happened you don't know when the system went down or whatever the log is telling you all right let's keep going to CIS 7 which covers email and web browser protections and these just so you know these are not that much different from CIS controls 8 this is the same one this so far these are all the same ones that are in CIS version 8 so anyway let's keep going here we want to know if this maps to ISO 27001 and it does so it goes into acceptable use of assets just like we've seen on the in the previous section and then also it goes to restrictions on installations and that's what you have for protecting the email and browser protections another thing it has is network controls making sure that the network traffic isn't going all over the place, making sure that we're making sure that the internal, our internal users are not allowed to go to certain sites that they're not supposed to go to. Another one that's broken up into an ISO 27001 is control against malware. And that's your antivirus stuff. E electronic messages that is making sure that you have secure messaging going back and forth making sure that you don't have like email spoofing things like that so it's broken up into several different parts but let's keep going here to the next section to CIS 8 and that's malware defenses this goes really deep into malware defenses for CIS controls goes in everything from centralized management of, of manage of anti malware software as as well as ensuring the anti malware software signatures are updated and things like that. And we do have this on ISO 27001 namely in the control against malware is where we would find that in ISO 27001 but there's several other breakdowns in ISO 27001 that also link to our malware protection. All right, let's keep going to CIS 9. And this goes to limitations and control of network ports, protocols, and services. This is a common best practice that you'll find in NIST 800. You'll find in all of the different frameworks in some way, shape, or form do cover this on how to actually focus in and, and use the the law of least functionality is what is called in NIST 800. But anyway, let's go into this one. So we're talking about associating active ports and services with two asset inventories. So we need to know is if port 23 is on, which systems are using port 23 and ensuring the next one is ensuring only approved ports and protocols are used are running like what we only using what we need. And you'll find the same thing in ISO 27001 with security of network services and segregation of networks and then also network controls. Let's keep going here and see how we can map the next one, which is CIS control 10, which is data recovery capabilities. So this one does map to ISO 27001, namely in information backups that those two map directly to the CIS data recovery. And this is just what you might think is ensuring that you have regular automated backups, making sure that you can recover from those backups and making sure that you protect those backups. All right, let's go to the next one. We don't have that many more to go here, but this should give you an idea of what's in CIS controls and also what's in ISO 27001 as well. So let's keep going. CIS Control 11. So this is secure configuration of net, for network devices such as firewalls, routers, and switches. And if I'm not mistaken, this one might be a little bit different in the CIS 8. It's not the same. The content's the same. They shifted things around a little bit. So this one is dealing with maintaining a standard for security, security configurations for network devices. That's their switches. That's your routers that's your firewalls and things like that and let's see if there's a comparable control on iso 27001 yeah we have change management this is where you would control the actual ios security on a system and making sure that you have change management. But the, also the, the another one that they have here on ISO 27001 is segregation of networks. That one is lined up with what you have in CIS controls as well. All right, let's keep going to CIS 12, and that is boundary defense. Now, this is also in NIST 800. All the stuff that i read so far is also in NIST 800. Maybe going forward, we'll cover how CIS maps to nist 800 because it does it all maps up and if you one that's why i say in some of my other courses and in my other videos is if you one you know them all there's a little bit of change of terminology the control names are different but if you one you know them all okay so this one is dealing with boundary defense and this is maintaining an inventory of what is in your network what you need to know what's in your network and to do this you do things like scanning you do things like denying certain communications from going to certain IPs. You have to control your boundary. In depth is used quite a bit with this one, but boundary defense. And this one maps directly to network control that's in the ISO 27001. Okay, let's keep going here. Let's keep, we're keeping it high level. There's a lot of things that we're going over because we want to keep this high level. Okay, the CIS control 13 data protection. What does this one deal with? This is maintaining an inventory of sensitive information, removing sensitive data or systems not regularly accessed by the organization. Anything you don't need, we're going to get rid of it. And uh, making sure the sensitive data is not floating around out there, which is how a lot of data gets leaked. And ISO 27001 has addresses this in several different controls. One is classification of information another one is network controls another one's electronic messaging and another one is mobile device policies and there's a few others but we're going to keep going all right so cis14 this one deals with controlled access controlled access on on the need to know and so this one is segmenting the network based on sensitivity enable fi- enabling firewall filtering for uh, between VLANs and this sounds a lot like PCI compliance. So PCI compliance also maps to the CIS PCI I'm talking about PCI DSS that's protection of credit cards and the credit card industries and retail retailers and hotels use this quite a bit. So they have to actually go through an audit and assessments and stuff for all of their card readers. So for this one you have the same thing iso 27001 has segmentation of networks network controls you can see them they using the same ones theirs is just broken up differently so they group a lot of the controls together let's keep going here we don't have that many more to go we're on 15 cis control 15 which is wireless access control so this one as you would suspect it It's disabling access points that are not used if they're not required, detecting wireless access points that are connected to the wired network, and taking an inventory of all your wireless stuff. And so this is covered in ISO 27001 in the inventory of assets and the network controls and the acceptable use of of, of assets. Let's keep going here to the CIS 16 and I think we only have two or three left here but CIS control 16 account monitoring and control so in in NIST 800 in NIST 800 you have this one is AC2 AC1 AC3 when you're doing account control and account management and things like that this one is in CIS control 16 so how does this map to 27001 control in inventory of assets that's where they control it in ISO 27001 they also cover it in policy on the use of cryptographic controls and control network controls and user registration and deregistration so you can see it's just broken up they're covering the same topics but it's broken up into different parts now let's keep going to CIS Control 17. And I want to say this is the last one. Let me see. 18, 19, 20. Okay, there's only three more left. All right. 17. We'll just quickly go through these. Implementation of security awareness training. Self-explanatory. You do have the same thing on ISO 27001. It's literally called information security awareness education and training. Same thing. Okay, so we're gonna go to 18 and 18 is application software security. That's making sure that you're whenever you're developing software, it's developed securely and it's establishing secure coding practices. And you have the same thing over ISO ISO 27001, which is secure development policy. Whenever you're developing the actual software, you have to develop it securely. Okay, then we're going to nineteen, which is incident response. This is a big one. This is also in IR, in the IR controls, IR 1, 2, 3, and 4, in the NIST 800. But how does this map over to ISO 27001? They have something called responsibilities and procedures, and they have reporting information security events and contacting authorities. All right, on to pen testing. So this is CIS control 20, this is penetration testing and red team exercises and this one i don't know this one actually doesn't have a comparable iso 27001 control which is very very shocking (laughs) and that pretty much covers all the maps between cis controls and iso 27001 and we also mentioned a couple of nist 800 controls and i'll catch you guys on the next podcast if you want to download your free copy of the CIS to ISO 27001 for free, then go ahead and go to convocourses.com and look for my CIS content.